This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Libby will be back tomorrow. So, in all of us command, what do you think about the change of lyrics in our national anthem instead of in all thy son's command, which all of us have been singing since we were young school children? Do you like the change so that it is gender inclusive, gender neutral in all of us command? It's literally the change of two words. 416-360-0740-1866-744-740. I'm just going to go to Dina in North York before we go to our guests, since Dina's been waiting through the commercial. What do you think about that, Dina? Dina, I think it's ridiculous. There's no end to this. Everything is changing. This is changing. Now they even think uh, somebody wants to make fun of changing Manitoba because it has a man, you know? Okay. <laughs> I think it's a little bit ridiculous. They're going overboard. So many things have been there for years. You know, they keep changing. It. It's, uh, I don't know whose uh, idea this is, if it's the women or... I don't know. It's actually the change was initiated by Moriel Belanger, uh, the now late MP. Mm-hmm. He wanted to see the anthem become more inclusive. Thanks for your call, Dina. Um, but but it's been taken up by a number of other MPs and senators in Ottawa. So the new general neutral, uh, gender, gender neutral O Canada, will be sung publicly for the first time at the upcoming South Korean Olympics when Canadians win gold and our national anthem is played. And we hope that that happens a number of times. Uh, As you may remember from the news last week, senators voted to approve a change endorsed by MPs in the House of Commons in 2016, which would alter the line in All Thy Sons Command to In All of Us Command. And I knew this would be a hot button topic. The phones are ringing off the hook. Let's get to our guests. Uh, First of all, um, we had some conservative senators who were disappointed, suggesting the Canadian public should have a say in our national anthem, an issue for the Canadian public to decide not just a couple of independent senators. One of those senators is Frances Lankin. She joins me on the line. Hi, Frances. Thank you. Thank you. Also joining us for the discussion, uh, we're getting Anthony Wilson-Smith on the line to give us some historical perspective. We're still trying to get him. So in the meantime, Francis, what do you say to the criticism from conservative senators that it should have been an issue for the Canadian public to decide? Well, You'll hear a bit about the history and the number of times that uh, the bill has been changed, but uh, the national anthem is an act of Parliament, and any changes have to come through Parliament. So the question is, has there been any discussion or debate? And I have to tell you that there's been 30 years of people trying to bring forward bills to change the national anthem to become gender neutral. In fact, when the national anthem was first um, enacted as our 
national anthem. Uh, at that point in time, there were issues going on in terms of national unity. The government wanted this symbol to be, you know, affirmed uh, and the, the anthem to become official. And they promised at that time, Francis Fox, the minister uh, at the time, promised that he would come back with an amendment to uh, to make it a, a, an all-inclusive and gender-neutral. And it's been 30 years of various bills that just, for one reason or another, have not made it through to a final vote in the Senate. And we finally got it through to a vote in the Senate uh, last week, and we're, we're pretty happy that uh, 30 years of work has culminated in this change taking place. And we are hearing from athletes about how excited they are to uh, be able to stand, and hopefully when they've won gold, and sing, uh, uh, especially for the women, a version of the anthem that is also inclusive for them. So uh, in terms of being fair and providing balance, it's not all negative reaction at all. No, and it's very polarized reaction. So, you know, let's admit that up front. There, there are people who feel very strongly that this is a, you know, a, a heritage poem that has been, you know, put to music and that we shouldn't be touching it. Uh, those people often don't know that the anthem has been changed a number of times over the years. But um, that being said, that's a, that's a completely legitimate point of view. There are others, like myself, um, who feel very strongly that, uh, for example, my four-year-old great-granddaughter, uh, you know, she talks about letter carriers and firefighters. When I grew up, it was, it was mailmen and firemen. And, you know, language does change, and language is important. And we are giving a message to future generations with this new language um, that they don't have to feel, like, girls don't have to feel excluded at all. And I think that that's really important. So both sides have got legitimate points. Uh, what I would say to you is the latest national poll that was uh, conducted uh, just late last year uh, showed that over 70% of Canadians favor having gender-neutral words. So while it's hotly debated, uh, I think, in fact, there's been so many years of this being talked about, and for so many years, many of us have been singing what are now the official words after this bill was passed, that uh, I'm comfortable that the, the public um, had the opportunity to have their say. Okay, well, speaking of singing this new version of the national anthem, last week uh, in the House of Commons, Liberal MP Mona Forche stood up to announce what she said is good news that the lyrics in that line have been changed. I'm very proud to stand here today and sing along with all of my honourable colleagues in all of us command. Again, that was in the House of Commons. Um, clearly, they are politicians and not singers, but there is a, <laughs> there's a lot of enthusiasm. And with that, let's go to Anthony Wilson-Smith, CEO at Historic Canada. Anthony, thanks for being on the line with us. No problem. Thanks, Jane. Um, tell us about uh, the history of the national anthem. I mean, it goes way back. And in fact, in the early part of the last century, Oh, Canada was gender neutral before it was changed. Yeah, this is uh, this change is actually you know far from changing history. It res- restores the spirit of the original lyrics, or at least one set of lyrics. You know, it's also important to know we've had about oh, depending how you count, anywhere from three to five changes in lyrics over the years. But the original version, that um, the English version, because the French one was there first and has never changed, was "True Patriot Love, um, Thou Dust in Us Command." And as recently, well, not recently, but as 1913, that was the version that was being used. 
And uh, so the history of it from then, it didn't change again until now, right? Well, it's been moved around a bit. There's been different, uh, we have a surprising flexibility for lyrics over the years, and I'm glad for it in the case of restoring this, um, you know, making everybody a part of it. But um, uh, you know, we also have to remember that the national anthem's only been the national anthem for the last half century or so, that before that, we're looking at God Save the King, God Save the right. Queen, the Maple Leaf Forever. There are a lot of different things around that were quasi-official. And I, and I do remember the change from far and wide that was incorporated. Before that, there was a different line in place. This is probably going back about 30 years ago. Yeah, there was. And also, I mean, you go right back to the beginning, and uh, what did we have? We had, O Canada, our father's land of old, thy brow is crowned with leaves of red and gold, and on from there, then there was... O Canada, in praise of thee we sing, from echoing hills our anthems proudly ring. Yeah, very nice stuff, but uh, quite different again. Oh, interesting. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, Zoomer Radio listeners want to comment. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Bob in Etobicoke, go ahead, you're on the air. Hello, how are you? Fine, thanks. What do you want to say about our new national well, anthem? I don't agree with it because I... The species of um, humans is known as man. So if it keeps going on like this, all the books ever written, we'd have to change them. So, for example, if you're a store manager, what is that? Is that you're a manager? So you have to take the word man out of everything? This is ridiculous. If they've got nothing else better to do to talk about that kind of stuff than the House of Commons, when we have the problems that we have in this country, I mean, what is it? I will never, ever sing the national anthem again. Done. All right, Bob, thanks for calling in. Francis, what do you say to the angry Canadians who say that we're wasting precious time in the House dealing with what they see as frivolous changes? Well, I I think that it's important to recognize that the House of Commons and the Senate work on many, many things parallel uh, with each other. So to say that, um, you know, we're wasting time on this and not taking care of serious things is, uh, is just First of all, incorrect. I understand the sentiment where he's coming from, but it's incorrect. Um, you know, secondly, uh, the length of time that this took to get passed uh, had to do with filibustering that was taking place, uh, procedural um, manners of stopping uh, getting to a vote. So uh, one could say that a lot of time was wasted because of that, and that was by a handful of uh, senators who think like our caller just um, uh, expressed that this this shouldn't happen. Um, bottom line is language does evolve. There are lots of changes in our language. I I gave you a, a few examples earlier. I, I remember the debates about when women started to take uh, leadership roles in organizations and chair board meetings, for example. Well, it used to be the chairman mm-hmm. of the board, and often we use the word chair. We we adapt, and at the bottom line is if if this is about trying to be inclusive. What's wrong with that? Nobody is saying we're going to pass a law to take man out of manager. I mean, that is, um, again, that's a rhetorical flourish. I understand the sentiment, but let's be real. This is an important national symbol. Um, The original language, thou dost in us command, 
uh, was certainly one that a uh, language that you would say is inclusive. And what we've done now is bring it back to uh, an inclusive language. The world isn't going to come to an end as a result of that, but it does, um, I think, inform a whole new generation of people who will, young people who will learn to sing this anthem. It, it informs them in an inclusive way that they're part of the patriotic, um, you know, feeling of this national anthem, this great national symbol. Okay, let's go to Shelley in Fergus. Hi, Shelley. You're on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Hi there. Um, I just wanted to say that, um, first of all, when I sing the national anthem, I become extremely emotional. I just get choked up because I'm proud to be a Canadian. And in regard to changing two words, it's still the national anthem. It hasn't negated that. It's still the national anthem, but it's more inclusive. This is the day and age when we need to uh, look at things with an open mind, not a closed mind. Uh, the caller that said he'll never sing the national anthem again, I feel bad that he feels that way because it's still the national anthem. It's got two words that have changed. It's no reason to not sing the national anthem again. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm very proud of our national anthem, and to change two words, I think, is moving us forward, not backwards. All right, Shelley, thank you for your call and your sentiments. Shelley actually represents, as Francis mentioned, 70% of what 70% of Canadians feel the same way. It's 30% that feel it should be not changed. And Anthony Wilson Smith. When you think about time, especially when you look back over uh, an historical perspective, times change, words change, lyrics change. So it isn't really surprising, especially where we're trying to be more inclusive and tolerant, that this has happened. Well, first of all, I mean, history is about change, and it's also about looking at things differently, you know. I mean, just because we once lived in caves doesn't mean that we still want to or that we ever should say we're not going to move into houses that are air-conditioned and heated otherwise. We used to ride horses to get everywhere. Well, maybe we should still do that. They pollute less, but, you know, I mean, things move on as to what's convenient. And, you know, to go to that, uh, and again, this is not actually about changing something anyway, which has been etched in stone. As I said, we've had three or four versions, but the original spirit of what was considered to be the national anthem was all-inclusive. So, so good for Shelley, who gets to sing the extra words with pride, because she's actually now count. She's actually now part of it for the first time. I have to tell you both that uh, my husband and I were at the Raptors game on Friday night, and I was, I was all ready to sing the new lyrics, and the, the fellow who sang the national anthem used the old lyrics. I guess it's because it hasn't actually received royal assent, a senator? Yes, that's true. Um, I believe that has is happening um, as soon, maybe, as tomorrow. Um, we're waiting for confirmation. But uh, the word has all already gone out that the um, official royal assent will take place before um, the Olympic podium uh, moments that you talked about earlier. And if I can, just for a moment, my seatmate in the Senate is Senator Chantal Petitclair, who is a you know, multiple gold uh, medal uh, Paralympian, and uh, she talked with great emotion about um, how jealous she was in some ways of the women athletes who will be able to sing uh, the new words, and that, uh, you know, it's such a, an incredible moment of pride to be on the podium and to hear your national anthem and to sing along, and for the women athletes and those men who feel that it is important as well, this will be a very special Olympics. Okay, let's go to John in Fort Erie. The the change of the two words in the national anthem. John, your comments. Well, thank you, Jane. Uh, long-time listener, and I love the job you do, uh, and Libby as well. Thank you. But uh, I'll tell you, I'm very disappointed and very sad 
uh, that this has come down because I feel that uh, Canada is trying to move towards a more uh, politically correct country. I don't know if we're trying to copy the United States, but um, it doesn't sit with me very well. And I almost think that we're, we're almost losing bits of our identity as Canadians. And I'm just a little worried about it. But uh, overall, I'm very sad about the new change. Do not like it at all, eh? Okay, John, I thank you for your call and your opinion. Let's go to Rob in Mississauga. What do you think about the change in the wording of that one line in O Canada? Yeah, I think the change uh, was unnecessary. Wasn't it our sons that were sent to war to fight in the, in the past two great wars? It wasn't our daughters. Well, John, actually, if I can interrupt, and, we're women and in you've the been service. Talking a lot, so Hang on, because I, I don't have much time. Much time here. It seems like we're becoming so gender neutral. It's like man is being emasculated here. Everything we we can't do anything right anymore. All right, uh, Francis, you wanted to comment on that. Well, I just I just wanted to. Um, offered the information that women, in fact, um, were involved in the war and and currently, of course, are um, engaged in the front lines of war. And we have sadly had our first, um, you know, woman soldier who returned to Canada in a body bag. And it's very, um, you know, important that we recognize that women have always been part of the war effort as well. And certainly are now, as you say, so that uh, certainly represents the inclusivity, that change in the lyrics. Well, like everything else, we will get used to it. We thank you both for being on the show to explain things for us. Thank you, Jane. Anthony Wilson-Smith, CEO at Historica Canada, and Senator Francis Lankin. Jane for Libby, she returns tomorrow. Thank you to producer Michelle Saunders, technical producer Myrna Trogolich, the number ones at one with Norm, are coming up next after Bob Comsix News on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.